Hello, my friends. It's about that time that we continue our Infinity Saga rewatch with Avengers from 2012 tomorrow. Uh, me and Ashley are going to be talking about that. But in the meantime, as I've been doing, I'm going to drop tw- our uh, 2015 review of that movie, the first time we ever talked about it here on the show. Um, and uh, see, you know, so you guys can watch, those of you who want to, can listen to the, both of them and compare and contrast and see uh, what it was like, you know, eight years ago when we talked about this movie and from a completely different perspective and our weird, you know, <laughs> uh, predictions that don't come true and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's fun. Uh, so please check this out and we'll be dropping tomorrow in the feed. Uh, 2012's Avengers uh, from the perspective of today and uh, you know just generally talking about the movie and what what it looks like with the entire Infinity Saga in the review enjoy Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matt Carroll. I am Jeff Randall. And we are here tonight to discuss the Marvel Cinematic Universe. All things Marvel Cinematic Universe, but specifically, tonight, we're going to be discussing 2012's Avengers. Marvel's The Avengers. That's correct. Because um, we don't want to confuse it with anything else. Oh, yeah. Even the though other you said Avengers. the year. Uh, <laughs> I think, I said 2012, come on. Yeah, you said the year. We just we still don't want to but confuse you had with to that correct me. Uma Thurman thing. I I don't mind getting confused with Uma Thurman. Yeah, but that one was <laughs> bad. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to talk about Avengers in three, two, one. Everybody gets together! Yay! Assemblage! <laughs> assemble! Hooray! <laughs> Johnny Five, assemble! Really? I don't know. Wow! Disassemble! Stop it. Stop it. Johnny Five alive. Okay, uh, Avengers. Sorry, uh, that was my vision uh, impersonation. Um. God, <laughs> would you quit? <laughs> would you? We're, we're trying to focus on the first one, and then, like, not terrible movies from, like, the 80s? Oh, are you saying that's terrible? You need to rewatch it, my friend. Okay, that's fair. It's super great. <laughs> short circuit and short circuit two, wonderful. All right. Um, was it eighties, seventies, eighties, eighties? I'm pretty sure eighties. Okay. Um, okay. Still. Avengers. Avengers. Thoughts, my friend. Assemble. Just throw them out there. Thoughts. What you got? Thoughts. Thor's showing up was awesome. <laughs> I would say that, but you know, a lot of people say that. Or well, rather, hold on. Four showing up. Let me start awesome. this. Let me that start was predictable. This. I could have guessed yeah. that. That's what you'd say. Yeah, not the first thing. <laughs> what would you think of Avengers? <gasps> Thor was in it. <laughs> Thor was great. <laughs> so wait, what? <laughs> you know there were five others, right? Well, no, like um, a lot of people or a lot of uh, news stories. We've been talking about how you know they're not going to do origin stories anymore. Like with Spider Man, they're just going to take for granted how you know everybody knows how Spider-Man came to be. And that's been like this huge thing. Like, Oh, they're not going to do origin stories. They're just taking information for granted. Like they have done that before. And this movie is proof of that. Like you didn't get an intro and origin on how Cap came to be or how Iron Man came around well, or did. Hulk. You did. You got the tiniest little well, bit no, of no, like, no, but you did in another movie. Yeah, you did in that's another not, movie. These, this is a sequel to those movies, so that's not really... You didn't, however, for Black Widow, 
Hawkeye. Um, you didn't. Uh, you got a small snippet of it in, for Hulk in a, in the Hulk movie. Yeah, but that that's not really this 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 movie is an origin movie. It's an origin of the Avengers, it's for the but team. it's not. It's not an origin of like everybody individually. They just take for granted that you know who all these people sure, are. Sure, but that's and because I love that it's a sequel to those other four movies. <laughs> yeah, five movies. Sorry, the five movies of Phase One. Yeah, six counting Avengers. Um, yeah, I, I I definitely like that they don't treat they don't hold your hand and retell anything. They're just like. These are the Avengers. You hope you watch those other four movies. Yeah, and um, since it came out like right after Cap, they had to go through the whole like, oh yeah, we thawed him, and now he's here and he's okay. So like, yeah, they'd already they did that, that in, in flashbacks. Like, yeah. Oh my God, this guy's still alive. Yeah, that was just kind of weird that they did that because they didn't do that for anyone else. <laughs> that, I guess that was more of a creative choice because it was him punching the punching bag, thinking about those things. Yeah. I don't think that was for exposition. Purposes. And did you notice? Did you notice when when everybody was showing up when they were gathering the whole team together? Each character, whenever they were focused on one individual character, had their own kind of like cinemagraph or cinema cinematographic style huh like when it when it went to cap it had like that oh that yeah that's sure. where it looked like the first avenger period mm-hmm. and then like when it when it was on iron man it was everything's all flashy and bright and stylized and, and modern when thor showed up everything got kind of like they were in a forest <laughs> like everything yeah. was very very mystical and magical like i love that they did that <laughs> They did a great job in this movie. Every time they introduce a character to another character, which is what this movie is about. It's yeah. about taking all of these disparate characters that have been in all these movies and putting them together. And you got you get to and see how there's a team. Yeah, you get to see how those characters interact. Yep. And every time those characters' interactions happened, it was awesome. You, you see, for a second, you see you know Banner and Cap, and then Black Widow and Cap, and then Banner and Black Widow, and you just like see these little like four line conversations and it just like sums up every character as you go. And I, and I just thought that was awesome. It was, it was beautifully done. And by the way, I'm not sure Tony and cap have ever been friends. Yeah. Like watching it now, you're just like, Oh my God, they want to kill each other. Knowing like, the, the civil war is time. knowing the civil war is coming. Like the only, they don't come together in this movie. Like they do physically, but they don't ever like resolve their differences. <laughs> They they and work in, together and like Tony acknowledges that Cap is like the shot caller when he says you know call it Cap and then Cap gives all out all everybody yeah. their orders and then everybody does it like they're supposed to which is awesome by the way but like they never really figure out like <laughs> they never really figure out their differences it's just like okay we need a leader you're clearly the best for it and do it do the thing. I'll follow yeah. what you tell me to do right now. Yeah, it just, it seems like, I mean, the, even up until, up until Coulson dies, they are at each other's throat, and then when Coulson dies, they're sad, and they know they need to stop Loki, but they're not like, oh, now I respect you. You know, yeah. like, there's never that, there's never really that moment in this movie. And I mean, after, I guess you could say after and there still is the battle. And there still isn't in Age, Age of Ultron. Ultron. Yeah, they're at each other's throats in Age of Ultron too, because he's met. He's again like messing with things that uh, Cap doesn't think he should. And yep. 
That seems to be a recurring theme. Like, Tony screws something up, and then Cap has to lead the team to fix it. Yeah. By the way, the fact that they call the Hydra weapons that they're building Phase 2 was very funny. <laughs> um, the whole, so the whole movie, he's like, he's like, get Phase 2 on a truck. We can't show them Phase 2 yet. Or, like, it's, yeah. just, it's just silly. Um, I... I did think it was particularly funny, though, that Phase 2 had a lot of focus on Hydra. <laughs> and the fact that what the Phase 2 weapons were were basically Hydra weapons. Hydra weapons. I mean, there were the Hydra masks in the boxes. And the fact that we know that in S.H.I.E.L.D. at that time, probably the people pushing to make those weapons <laughs> were Hydra. Um, and so it's just funny that they're like... Little call, little shout-out to Phase 2, because that's what Phase 2 is going to be about. Yep. <laughs> Um, that was really, really, really fun. Um, how many Hydra people do you think were on the helicarrier? Oh, it's, it had to have been a lot. Do you think the guy that, playing Galaga for sure? Oh yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, how many, what, you know, you remember, uh, Hawkeye said, you know, shield has no shortage of enemies. How many people do you think just jumped to Loki's aid that were from Hydra? Ooh, interesting. Yeah. He didn't have to put his spear into their chest. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So many of the S.H.I.E.L.D. agents seem so valiant in this movie, but any of those background characters could have been Hydra at any point, you know? Yep. We know We know there was at least one. Jasper Sitwell was yeah. on the helicarrier. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Yep. Does he have a line in the movie? Yeah, a couple of them. Okay. I kept seeing him in the background of shots. And yeah, like, well, he, he talked about um, how they were scanning uh, all the faces and everything, or scanning all the cameras and everything for Loki's face, and they were looking for matches and whatnot. Like, okay. He was I part of the search that. group. I knew. I saw him around, but I just like saw him a couple times where he didn't speak, and I don't think I ever saw him speak. I guess I just missed it. Um, there's so much happening in this movie. It's so fast and quippy. His computer is the one that discovered where Loki was in Germany, in Stuttgart. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, I loved that scene. Um, His, like... His big monologue. Yeah, and I love the the old German man standing up to him. Oh, God. All the feels right there, man. Yeah. There are all... Not the men like you. (laughs) There are are no men men like you. There There are are always men men like like you. you. So good. And you know he's talking about Hitler, obviously. And then when Cap comes in, you know, last time I was in Germany and saw a man standing above everybody else, we ended up disagreeing. Like, are you kidding me? All the parallels? Yeah. Ah! It was great. It was great. Um, <laughs> I love when they come to uh, Banner and they ask him to come uh, stop this great power source from exploding. What do you want me to do? Swallow it? What do you want me to do? Swallow it? (laughs) Uh, It's pretty great. (laughs) That would work. That Um, would so work. Speaking of that scene, uh, Black Widow convincing, and they call it out, but just from the moment I saw that little girl come with her money, and she does such a great job of acting. (laughs) Acting while also acting. Yeah, so good. It's so good that that's Black Widow doing that. And <laughs> and she calls it out. She's like, oh, they start spies that young? And she says, I did. Yeah. Just great stuff. Just great stuff. 
And of course, Black Widow's first scene is the best. We've been introduced to her in Iron Man 2. I loved her in Iron Man 2. She's a badass. We knew she was a badass. Yep. But she's so good. Such a good spy. When she interrogates him, and then even better, when she... (laughs) I'm in the middle of an interrogation. This moron is giving me everything. (laughs) I don't give everything. (laughs) And And she she looks at him like... Really? Come really? on. Come on. Come on. And then she does the same thing to Loki, yeah. which is just awesome. Yay, parallels. She's such a strong, such a strong character. I, I love every moment she's on screen in this thing, and she's one of the most impressive Avengers for being a human. Like, you buy that she's just, like, powerful enough and deceptive enough that she's, like... She's actually a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. And, like, Hawkeye calls it out on it, on her, at least, uh, later, after he has his cognitive recalibration happen, um, he he says, "You're a spy, and now you want to march into the middle of a war." Mm-hmm. And of course, she does because she can handle it. But also, she feels the genuine need to be helpful in this. Like, you know what's going to happen. Yeah, we got to fix it. Whoever's left, we all have to fix it. Yeah. (laughs) Man, she's so convincing. So convincing in that scene with Loki. Like, as the audience, you're watching it, you're just like, oh man, he's really hurting her with his words. Yep. (sighs) And the things that, the thing he calls her, mewling quim, like, that's... That's some next level insults. Oh gosh, yeah. Everything he says to her is so evil. Yeah, it's just He's, a real like Hannibal Lecter moment. Every time you see him on screen, he is the most sinister looking person. Yeah, except for when he got the living shit kicked out of him by the Hulk, and he's laying on the ground going, Aah! "Yeah, um, yeah." So, uh, what about Hulk in this movie? What did you think? I liked. I really liked Mark Ruffalo as yeah. the Hulk. Like this was our first encounter with him, and still he is the best Bruce Banner. And like his the the mocap that they do, and like the the change up to make like his features into the Hulk it was a little weird. Seeing Hulk with a hairy chest, a little off putting. <laughs> it's whatever. <laughs> Not used to that. And Hulk having kind of curly hair when he was on the um, when he was on the helicarrier. It's a little different. But I love it. I love Mark Ruffalo as yeah. Bruce Banner and as Hulk. Like, when he says puny god and is walking away from, from Loki. Classic. Oh, my God. Totally classic. Um, and the fight between him and Thor. Every single time I watch that, I'm just on the edge of my seat. It's so great. Just yeah. seeing two such incredibly powerful characters going at it, one of them being so much smaller than the other one. Yeah. Like, that's one thing I really liked in this movie was that even though all of their sources of power are so different, the four of them are such so equally matched. Yep. yep. When they're all in the forest going at it, like you really get a sense that the three of them that are there are, are, are very equally matched. You know, Thor with his... You know, alien powers and <laughs> um, and and Stark with his technology. They just go at it, and it's like, oh, okay, they're kind of on the same level. They they really they really are like, you know, and and it, it's just such diff- different sources of power. It's so great. And then Thor crushing Iron Man's gauntlets. 
Yeah. Like, they were hand-in-hand, or arm-in-arm, or whatever. They were just fighting back and forth, and he just starts crushing his gauntlet. And he, like, fires the blast and headbutts him, and Thor looks at him like, Excuse you? And then just headbutts him across the forest a bit. Yeah, that's awesome. When they did, when they did, um, Mjolnir meeting Cap Shield, the vibranium shield, like that would cause an explosion. Yeah, which is great that they did that. Great that they did that by mistake in the first one, and in the second one, they used that. Yeah, that became like their new group tactic. Yeah. Oh, it looks like they're all lining up. Well, they're they're eager to be knocked down. Plow. Yep. And then it just blows the tank up. Awesome. Think about how hard he had to swing that hammer for that to happen. Uh, That's a lot of force. Yeah, man. That that would hurt. He's Thor. Yeah, he's Thor. Oh, man. Loki saying, Loki saying, uh, oh, you don't like a little lightning? I don't really. I'm I'm not terribly fond of what comes after. Yeah. Pretty great. I really I'm like, not overly fond. Speaking sorry. of Loki, I love Banner's line when they, <laughs> his brain's a bag full of cats. That's that. <laughs> uh, but when he uh, when they, they're listening to him uh, speechify in the cage or something, yeah, and uh, c- it cuts out to Banner, and he's like, "Huh, he really does grow on you, doesn't he?" <laughs> uh, I love that Mark Ruffalo as Banner can be funny about yeah. everything. Yeah. Absolutely. He can be quippy, too. Banner's not just scared. He's quippy, but in, like, a very dry way. Yeah. yeah. None of the others are. Like, um, they all have very different senses of humor. What did you think of Cap? On a rewatch, what did you think of Cap? We had talked, um, one of our listeners had written in about... Um, Cap being so different. Cap being so different in this in comparison to the his two movies. Did you feel that way on a rewatch? You had agreed at the time. I I still feel that he was a different kind of Cap. Hmm. He was he was a lot in more, what way? Do you have? A, I'm explaining that he was a lot more like uh, a lot more solemn and and reserved and it just it felt like he wasn't as confident and. In Cap 1 and Cap 2, he seemed a lot more in control and and confident and Cap-like. But I totally agree. It might just be that he just woke up. That's that was my take on it. Like he feels su- he he does seem super unconfident. Totally agree. But one of the moments where he feels seems most unconfident is them sitting around the table planning. And not only does he not know how to deal with this world, like this, he doesn't know what they're talking about. Yeah, when he's like, he's like, finally, someone that speaks English. Is that what come, just happened? Is that what just happened? Cap says. Um, I I just took him being less confident as him being. He's now the fish out of water. Yeah, he doesn't know how to deal with modern world in general. Much less like top tier technology modern world <laughs> and aliens like he's already dealing with modern world and now he's got to deal with aliens <laughs> but on the same day <laughs> you know like yeah this is yeah. A, and we didn't really get the chance to see what post wake up cap was going to be like in in cap one because he wakes up and then it's over yeah uh this is our first chance to see him adjusting and i, I just took that all of that weakness that he seems to have as just him adjusting to a new environment um but i definitely see that he is different but it just seemed to me like a response to uh to to his to what's happening he's on the helicarrier 
That's the newest, most crazy thing he's seen. Yes. He has to give Fury 10 bucks because of that. it. I love the 10 bucks. I love the, <laughs> the, the subtlety of it. He yep. just whips out the 10 bucks and gives him the 10 bucks. So he's got that happening. Technology's crazy. He meets Stark for the first time, and then Thor shows up. Like, they're dealing with aliens and all yeah. this craziness. And like, then an alien what? invasion, which yeah. no, one's, no one in no the room is okay for. with. Yeah. It's is crazy. Uh, there's a lot he's got a, he's got a lot to deal he's got a lot with. going on i love there's there's only one god ma'am and i'm, and I'm pretty, pretty sure, sure he doesn't, doesn't dress, dress like, like that, that. <laughs> i love that he calls black widow ma'am oh yeah he does not do that later yeah like he, in he just in cat no. 2 he adjusts to the new world yeah he's a lot more adjusted but he's still got his old school ideals which is the great thing about him yeah exactly exactly I love, I love, I love, uh, I love in this when they're talking about uh, flying monkeys. He's like, I get that one. <laughs> I did. Yep, monkeys. I don't. I did. I understood that reference. So great. Then, so great. And then the cut to the, <laughs> the cut to Banner and Tony, and Tony's just like, Jesus, shut up. Uh, and he just then rolls uh, his eyes so hard. I really want to get a picture of. Thor holding in his arms Iron Man when they like crash to the ground together at the end. Oh, you mean Hulk holding him in his arms? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. Come Hulk on. catching catching Tony and holding Iron Man in his arms as they fall to the ground and just put science bros <laughs> over the uh picture. <laughs> it's just like I don't know if there's a good shot of it cuz as soon as they land he like pushes him off but well, it like it's such a sweet he's like There is a good him. freeze frame of that cuz I I I kind of paused it right then you know as I was watching it and I just happened to look up and it's like oh that's weird cuz like Iron Man is completely limp just uh-huh. like ragdoll in his arms and I was just like it's like huh. a it's like a uh, I remembered him being more stiff it's like a gorilla with a kitty like that's what it looks like <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's it exactly <laughs> who's the mewling quim now <laughs> um Man, I, I took a bunch of notes of just like great lines and stuff, but I don't want to like just sit here and quote. You don't want to just sit here and quote the movie again? <laughs> yeah, like everyone just go watch it. Uh, it's so again. good. Um, I thought it was cool that in both the opening scene, now that we know where it's going and we know who Thanos is, and we even know what the what the staff is and we know what the Tesseract is. Um, you know, speaking on that, they they kept harping on in this movie over and over and over again that the scepter was powered by the tesseract. They only say it once. They only say it once. They say it, but I don't know what they, else they, they keep going back to it, though. They do talk about the scepter as if it's... Like, it a, shares the energy signature of the tesseract. It uh, It's powered by the tesseract, is what Fury says. Yes, and that's, then that's the... it functions a lot like a hydro weapon, and... Um, Damn it, I remember there being at least one more. But it's yeah. gone now. So what are we going to... What's, what's, it's just, it's they keep harping on that, yeah. and then they completely change it up for movie number two. Age of or, Ultron. Age of Ultron. Which, I, I, that's, I feel like that's pretty explainable, given that that's probably the only... 
uh, well, once they understood Infinity more about stones, it. there are like yeah. <laughs> that they've they've encountered. Of course, they seem the same. They're both Infinity Stones. Yeah. Although it seems like the two Infinity Stones are very different. Yeah, um, very different in nature. Here's an interesting thought. Um, I didn't I didn't think about this until I watched it through this time. It looks like Loki is captured in the little prison, the glass prison, whatever, on the helicarrier the whole time. What if that's just a magic form of him in there the whole time while invisible Loki is running around on the ship messing with everybody? Because mm. he's proven in Thor that he can be invisible and yeah. walk around. You know, That's interesting. I was wondering... so. There is a whole thing going on where we're supposed to believe something is making them go at each other. Yeah. Like someone's... Loki is vexing them somehow. It seems like it's coming from the staff. When I first watched this movie, I thought the staff itself was affecting their brains somehow, like causing dissent or or whatever. It was the mind gem, right? Yeah. So maybe he was... Is it the mind or the soul? I'm, I'm fuzzy on all that. Oh God! Now you got me. Now you got me nervous. I'm not I sure. I thought it was the soul gem, which is why he, why Vision came. It's to the life. heart. It's the water, fire, heart, earth, earth, hair. Captain Planet gem. It's the Captain Planet gem. Hair? Where did hair come from? It was heart and air mixed together. Oh, okay. <laughs> earth, wire, fire. Earth wire. Shit. <laughs> yeah, Earth wire. Wire. Hair. <laughs> Our powers combined. LEDs. <laughs> Soundboard. <laughs> or is this a techno gem? What's going on? <laughs> I just had a really funny thought of another YouTube video we could make, but I'll never make, so anybody out there can feel free. Uh... It's like you get to the earth. I don't know why this makes me laugh, but you just get to the earth wire, earth, fire, heart, water, and they just keep doing it and saying different things. Like it just keeps going. <laughs> like the video. There's just too many rings. It's like kind of that family guy funny where it just keeps going for like seven minutes. So they just keep naming things <laughs> and sticking a ring in the air. I think it'd be real fun. Is it, would you say it would be the same five or like. Too many rings. Just too many. Like, just lots of people. <laughs> lots of people with weird colored rings. Yeah. You'd have to, like, do a little fancy editing. <laughs> Lungs! What? <laughs> well, you said heart. And then, like, find a good clip of Captain Planet being like, uh, uh. <laughs> like looking around funny. I don't know. I think it'd be fun. Maybe. All right. Uh, I actually don't. It's been a long time since I've seen this. From beginning to end, paying attention. I've seen a lot. I, I put it on sometimes just to watch. Just to have background noise. Especially that last 45 minutes or whatever. Oh, yes. The battle sequence is, is like 45 minutes long, and it's insanely good. It's so good. That's how you do a last half of the movie is battle sequence battle. Right. You don't have to destroy the city. No. No, you don't. Listen, Zack Schneider. Yeah. Take that. <laughs> yeah, this is another Marvel Marvel people coming at you, Snyder. Um, one thing I never noticed, though, or had, did not remember, was that Coulson accepts his own death as, because he knows they need something to bring them together. Yeah, this was never going to work without giving them... 
Uh, this is never going to work without something to... Uh, <laughs> something to die. I'm a leaf on the... Uh. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just thought I just never noticed that before. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't. No. Okay. I mean, I'm sure I did on the first watch, under like other watches, but I've just, I guess, I haven't sat down to like really absorb this movie in a long time. Uh, and, and I don't know. I just remember him dying. And I remember. Uh, I remembered um, Fury using his death that way. Yeah. With the cards and everything, but I did not remember him like accepting as he's that dying, that was gonna happen. Being like, being like, it's you cool, it's, it's cool, okay. Fury. Do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do, boss. Um. Uh. By the way, they they. When was the cellist in Portland mentioned first? Uh, when he showed up at Stark Tower. Yes, but was this the first movie where that happened? Yes. It's so funny because they they do it in such a subtle way. Yeah. He's like talking to someone in a hallway, and he's like, "Oh yeah, she's a cellist, but she had to move to Portland or something like that." Like, yeah, he was talking to Pepper about that. Yeah, it's such a weird, like, small thing that they turned into something on Agents. It humanizes Shield. the character. It oh, makes yeah. it, it grounds it in reality yeah. so much better. Yeah, because I mean, what else are they going to small talk about? What is Pepper Potts going to small talk about? <laughs> what do you mean, Pepper Potts is awesome? We have wrong with Pepper Potts. Nothing, nothing. Pe- there's nothing wrong with Pepper Potts. She, she's not. She's not really a small talker, though. No, she ta- she doesn't do much small talk. She's, she's big, and big when talker. she's like Phil, why is he? No, his first name is Agent. <laughs> so like, <laughs> if somebody that. on that level with her, she's gonna small talk about their lives. Yeah, like I, I love the. It just uh, makes sense. Hello, this is the life model decoy of Tony Stark. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Stark, it's urgent. Then leave it urgently. <laughs> that's pretty great um, security breach it's on you I, I also thought it was, the uh, first scene of this movie is Fury Hawkeye Zelvig Selvig um, Selvig S-E-L-V-I-G Selvig Selvig um, and uh, Maria Hill those all four characters are characters that either are brand new, uh, in the case of Maria Hill, or have been in a couple scenes, in the case of Hawkeye uh, and Nick Fury, um, or Selvig, who's a very side character. They're basically very side characters at this point in the universe. Yeah. And it was kind of a bold choice. They spend a lot of time, and Coulson's there, uh, a lot of time in the first few scenes. Like, There's a good little 10-minute scene of just people that are not the Avengers. They didn't have to open this with Tony and uh, Tony and Cap and Thor and Hulk. It was in- it was interestingly done. There's yeah. such such a great balance to this movie. They set the groundwork. Yeah. Because it's, you know, what are we going to do, sir? Well, obviously we're going to assemble the Avengers. Yeah. Intro uh-huh. logo, awesome music, Alan Silvestri again, composing all of this. Like, the main Avengers theme in this movie was used when we were on stage as the steampunk Avengers, when we were coming out, I used that music as our thing. It was so great. That's awesome. That's for, for Jeff's cosplay. Yeah. Accomplishments. That was dragon con. Yeah. It was great. Um, I, I like when they, when they go around getting every member of the team to join, they know how to get every member of the team, uh, for banner. 
it's first of all trick him with a little girl to get him outside the city <laughs> which was i, I love that get him I, out of the city then talk about gamma stuff yeah they they, they didn't you invite, play on his ego they didn't invite hulk well i feel like ego if they play on egos we're talking tony but they played Fair. on his love of science and his desire to be human again and be treated like a scientist not like a lab experiment you yeah. know we uh, don't it, want the hulk we with want Cap, you. they go there, and the first thing they say is, "Look, it's a Hydra problem." They're like, <laughs> "Yeah," uh, and 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 I love that they they and then they go to Tony, and Tony's just a little more like they don't really have a direct. They they just have to bother Tony into it, like <laughs> they 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 had to force their way in pretty much. Yeah. Like Coulson forces his way into the tower, and like, all right, we need your help. Official um, consulting hours are. This isn't a consultation. Yeah, read this. And come help. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was just interesting how they took a different take, a different tact with every member. Yeah. And uh, and it, it, all, it was just all awesome. And then Thor just shows up. Yeah, Thor just shows up. <laughs> and he's like, never really invited you, but it's cool. We'll take you, as long as you don't break everything. Yeah. Another her! This helicarrier, I like it. Another her! <laughs> Another one comes out of the water. Yeah. It is a submarine. Um... I thought the scene where they argue, we've already mentioned uh, Cap and Tony arguing, but that scene is amazingly shot. Oh, yeah. Um, it's another long one shot where they go between the different characters and different characters step forward and move back, and it's just so beautiful. It's like a beautiful ballet scene of a shot, um, which uh, the other big one are in this in this movie is... It's in the big battle sequence? The big battle sequence. Ooh. Right, if, if you're looking for Ooh. it, everybody, it's right after... Um, Natasha jumps up onto the Chitari ship and takes over the Chitari ship for herself. Yeah, that it then shows an insane one shot that travels up and down these blocks of New York City, showing every member of the Avengers in this battle. Yeah, um, it, it was real amazing. Everybody really amazing. doing their part. Really, really amazing stuff. And it, you know, it it shows a lot of them working together for that because. It, it starts does. with her, you know, flying on her little thing, and Iron Man shows up to help her out, and you know, blasts a couple of guys there, and then he drops in to help Cap out, and they do their little combo thing with the the shield and the and the repulsor blast, yeah, which was so cool, yeah. By the way, yeah, really, really cool. And then he like he flies up, and you see Hawkeye, and he like knocks off a couple of guys off the building for Hawkeye. Helping him out, Hawkeye's doing his thing. He shoots, you know, across the way, shoots that one guy, mm-hmm. and, and then, you see, then you see Thor and Hulk fighting r- together. Rips off, rips off a blade of armor, stabs it into the beast, and then, and then Hulk then, charges it with lightning and hits it in. Thor charges it with lightning. Yeah, like um, oh, crazy, it's crazy cool. Such teamwork, crazy cool, and then. <laughs> And then when they crash into Grand Central Station, the Hulk, Hulk just punches Thor <laughs> completely out of frame. Yeah, I want I want a shirt. Did you, did I want a shirt that, that has Thor Hulk punching Thor and just says fist bump. <laughs> <laughs> did you notice though the like I didn't notice before this this rewatch. Whenever Hulk punches Thor like that, there's just this tiny little bit where he he just kind of goes humph. Yeah. He's just like, showed you. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> notice Hulk, that the Hulk before. Is awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a little pause after like, 
<sighs> who else do I punch? I, th- I take it as him like <laughs> just kind of breathing out and looking for someone else to punch. All right, now that that's out of my system, <laughs> punch somebody else. And then like when Cap gives all the orders and he just stops on Hulk, he's like, and Hulk, and Hulk's like, yeah, smash. smash. And then Hulk just grins, <laughs> and then he jumps up and is like. Fuck that one guy in particular really hard. <laughs> and then that guy. And then that guy. And just Hulk smashing through the city was just so good. Yep. It was such a great thing. Like for him I to- think Hulk did almost as much damage as the Chitari though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, he stopped the Chitari, it's a good thing, but he was breaking some buildings. Yeah. But he wasn't breaking them down. No, no, he was wasn't. just hurting them a little bit. Man, they don't show anyone die in this battle sequence. Yeah, but people died. There were probably there had some to have been dead some people. deaths. But then they also showed the heroes saving people, like Hulk yes. running through that building and then diving out onto the thing and like pulling it away from the building and saving all the people. Like, yeah, the glass got knocked out, but like that's a really heroic thing for Hulk to do. Yeah, rewatching it, I was watching. I just kept. It made me nervous how tight the quarters were. Like, yeah. just, just turning and trying to make it through the city. Uh, man, it was, it was, it was crazy. Um, I love Tony's ridiculous swagger when he's trying to threat when he's threatening Loki. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Really great. Should have left your armor on for that. If no, you are trying well, you know. to, if you are trying to stall, no, no, threaten, threaten. <laughs> <laughs> and he's so like, good. "What do I have to fear? The Avengers." And he looks at him like, y- "Yeah." Mm-hmm. And Tony's like. <sighs> what we call ourselves Earth's Mightiest sort of Heroes that sort of thing Earth's Mightiest Heroes sort of thing <laughs> oh yeah so I more and more I talk about it this movie is flawless <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not saying we talked about uh, Cap maybe liking Cap better and I still feel that way but this movie is flawless like yeah. it's so good every minute of it it is by far the most entertaining Marvel movie I won't say best it does not evoke the same emotions in me that a lot of the other Marvel movies do. Yeah. Um, this one's the most entertaining. Just, this one just is a lot of fun. It's so much start fun. Start to finish. So much fun. And you know, whenever it first came out, a lot of people were complaining that it was, oh, it's so slow in the beginning, and then the big fight happens, and then it's finally good there. Like, I have no idea what they're no, talking about. No, it was it's so not good. slow. <laughs> It's conversational for a while. Like, yeah, there's, there's not like huge fight scenes, but there are there there are scraps and quibbles, and there's character building and team building. That's right, and that's what you want out of a team movie. You don't want them to just be like, "Oh, hey guys, now that we're all in the same room, let's fight everything off." Yeah. Like, no, these are real human characters. You want them to have emotions and Jeff, like, Jeff, these are not real human characters. No, they're, they're real <laughs> human characters. <laughs> Okay, so these are these are human characters that are grounded in reality. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes. And they're going to have emotion. There's going to be there's going to be um there's gonna be egos get in the way. There's gonna be you know, times where Tony thinks he's the baddest one in the room, which is all the time, but he's not. I think he's kind of the baddest one in the room. No, I'm just kidding. And they're they're all great. Uh they really are. I th- yeah, I used to really think that Tony was the strength of the MCU. Like, I didn't know if they could get a buy without uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. 
The, the more I do this rewatch, these movies are so good. <laughs> it doesn't have to, Thor was great. Hulk was not as bad as I remembered. Uh, Iron Man's wonderful. Captain America's great. Think if you if you were able to redo the Incredible Hulk with Mark Ruffalo as uh, great. that. As I think Bruce it'd be great. I think it'd be great. And I hope they will do something with the Hulk someday. Yeah. Um, Hopefully they uh, we'll see Universal can reach some sort of agreement. I wonder what Phase Four is going to be like. <laughs> no idea over here. I no want idea. some Planet Hulk to happen. Yeah. He uh, goes away for a little bit, conquers a planet, has a son. Spe- speaking of conquering planets, uh, we get our first look, official look at Thanos in this movie. <sighs> yes, we do. And I remember, and it's really just a grin. First time I saw that. I did not know who Thanos was. First time I saw that, I lost my shit. Yeah. All over the I room. I bet. I went nuts. Man, they have gone so far. This it's two, That was 2012, which, granted, was... Three years ago. Only three years ago. That's so recent. <laughs> and how far they've gone with having another phase of this universe, having another Avengers movie, and now we've got about four more years. And we're now we're to- into phase three. Phase three, man. It's going to be so good. God. I'm very excited about Phase 3. So excited about Phase 3. Um, and I loved the, uh, the... The Earthlings are not as weak as we uh, once believed uh, to, f- to, to fight them to is challenge to court them death. Is to court death. And then he and that's really real big. That's, that's really uh, very comic booky. Yes, I know. Because Thanos is so obsessed with, the, with Lady Death. Yes. As is Deadpool. Oddly um, enough, yeah. Yeah, so so I think it's uh, really... Be, <laughs> I'd really like to see like a Deadpool-Thanos-like conversation. She's mine! No, she's mine! There's a comic on that right now. Oh, yeah? Deadpool versus Thanos. Nice. Yeah. Gotta win the la- the affections of Lady Death. Yeah. Um, yes, uh, for those of you who don't know, in the comics, Thanos is obsessed with the personification of death in Lady Death. Yep, and, and he he's always to... trying to impress her by like slaughtering a planet. That's oh, so crazy. He's just like, let me send you all of the souls and make your job hell because you have to do so much work. <laughs> I don't know if that's how it works. Is but... it not? No. <laughs> okay. Well, he's just like, look how much death I can bring. Yeah. And she's just like, eh, it's okay, I guess. But you understand, I'm Lady Death. I bring all the death. <laughs> all of it. Uh, and of course, the final... After credit sequence, <laughs> the shawarma. The shawarma. You know, this I, movie is what prompted me to ever have shawarma. Yeah, love shawarma. Oh, good. good. So I good. still haven't had shawarma. I oh, meant to. You got to go to Najee's. Right. Najee's has the best shawarma in our area, and they've got a group on right now. Sweet. Let's let's go. Okay. Right now, um, I'm down. I okay. got an hour. <laughs> um, I got to play a show in one hour. So. Oh wow. Yeah, I got to show it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be there in an hour. Um, okay. Anyway, uh, so the swarm scene, I timed it for the first time. 35 seconds. So 35 seconds of them just eating shawarma. It's so good. And it's the funniest thing in the world. I laughed and laughed. I was qu- That's the thing. I was super quiet because I thought for sure they were going to say something or do something. Yep. And then it's just 35 seconds of the entire audience waiting with bated breath to see what's going to happen. <laughs> and then nothing and then Thor happens. takes a huge bite and it just ends. That's so good. It was so, good. so funny. When Thor does that, <laughs> uh, he talked about that. Sorry. He talked about that in a uh, 
in like a group interview later. He was like, you had us do that take like four times. I ate three of those things. I was so full. <laughs> that's that's hilarious. That's awesome. I need to watch all the special features and stuff on these things. You really do. Because I really haven't done that, which is so dumb. Just so dumb. There's gag reels and everything. Oh, that reminds me. There's um, more gag reel type stuff hit the web today for um, Age of Ultron. Oh, really? Yep. Which comes out in um, two weeks? Nice. No. No. It comes out next Friday. All right. Well, we will have it on our uh, Amazon store. If you guys are going to buy it anyway, buy it from our Amazon store. It's already there. It's already there. So, it comes out in two weeks. Go to... It's out for digital download already, but it comes out like on Blu-ray and physical media okay. next Friday. Well, go to mcucast.com right now. If you're going to buy the movie, go to mcucast.com, click on the Amazon link on the left-hand side, and buy it there. It w- will cost the same, and it will help the podcast. It would be really great, anyone who's going to do that. Um, I'll probably do it myself. There you go. <laughs> Woo! That's how I'm going to get it. Uh... But uh, it really helps out the podcast. We get a little bitty kickback of any sales that we make in the little store. So yeah, that would be great. Guys. Amazon's real nice like that. Yeah, They're just like you know what, we're going to charge people the same thing, but you get a little bit of it. Yeah, since you brought the business here, that's you, you get a little bit of it. Yeah, so please, if you if you're going to buy uh, Age of Ultron this week, buy it from our Amazon store. Um, that's all I have to say about the Avengers. We've talked at great length about this film, and it was being fun. so good, and thanks, it has been fun. For- Thanks for coming and listening this week, you guys. Uh, we are the Marvel Smegan Podcast. We'll talk to you soon. Podcast. Podcast. Hey, you just listened to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast from Stranded Panda. I really hope you liked it. Let me just say a big thank you to all of our supporters on Patreon.com slash MCUcast. You are the lifeblood of our little operation here and a huge, huge thank you to our insanely generous Illuminati tier patrons, Walter Kreisky III, Lieutenant Bongo, and Jazz Viz. You guys are amazing. If you'd like to see our beautiful faces, you can catch a video version of many of our episodes at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. Love you 3000, my friends.